Welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. Welcome back to Toastmasters. We'll be Toastmasters listeners and friends to part three of this week's talk show for talkers here on irishtalkers.com. Let me remind you that our email address is info at irishtalkers.com. Our website is www.irishtalkers.com. And you can find us on Facebook as the talk show for talkers. Over now to Paul Omani, who is going to give us a six-point plan. Paul, over to you. Toastmasters, listeners and friends, I'm coming to you from the year 2040. And I'm looking back on some very historic things that have happened in the life of Toastmasters over the last 150 years. I particularly want to talk about what happened to Toastmasters in 2020, when Toastmasters the world over began to practice very, very responsible social distancing. One of the first organizations in the entire world, voluntary organizations, not directed by any state apparatus, the first responsible organization was Toastmasters International, where every single member of Toastmasters the world over stopped meeting face-to-face at their weekly and fortnightly club meetings. An act of changing a habit of a lifetime for many people. So looking back on this, I'd like to highlight some really excellent practice that historians have uncovered. We discovered that there were six things that Toastmasters clubs did as best practice in the crisis, which collectively have contributed to the success of Toastmasters as it emerged from one of the greatest threats to its existence. The first thing is that many, many clubs were made up of people who had never, ever met online before. So stage number one of best practice was to have social chats, social meetings on, in particular, Zoom was very popular. So not formal meetings, not normal club meetings, just a gathering of friends, or many of whom were not used to being on the internet. That was the first step in good practice. The second step in good practice, moving on from this, was to hold a very short club meeting, which was very relaxed, no big deal for anybody, which was practice, a practice club meeting. That meant that there would actually be a Toastmaster, Master of Ceremonies, there'd be a president that would hand over to the Toastmaster, there would be some speeches, there would be evaluation, but they were all done in a totally relaxed way. Anyone could stop the meeting at any point and say, hang on a minute, can you please tell me how I press this button and that button, totally informally. The next, there were actually some clubs that were really so good at this that they had two or three such meetings 
And by the time they'd had these warm-up meetings, they were dying to have proper club meetings to see how they could do. Step three, then, in best practice, was to hold a number of club meetings. It turned out that these were very, very popular, especially because Toastmasters, traveling Toasties, if you like, could come from other parts of the world and join their local meetings and added and play roles and contribute to table topics and in some cases even make speeches. It really did change Toastmasters International. The fourth step in best practice was to hold a practice speech contest. A practice one. Nobody was going to be a winner. All, the, all sorts of people were going to play roles, learn what they had to do. Speech contest. In fact, the best practice were clubs that had at least two such practice contests so that by the time they got to stage six, which was to hold a real club contest, everyone was on side. Everyone had roles and some of the clubs which didn't have people who felt themselves to be good enough yet to play the role were actually able to get people from Hong Kong to come to Chester to play a role at their club contest. Blarney was fortunate to have people coming in from Sri Lanka, from Vancouver, and especially, we're especially grateful for those who came in from Cancun. So this was the, the six steps to go over them again, because this turned out to be the thing that saved Toastmasters from possible extinction. Number one, social chats. Number two, practice in a very relaxed way, holding club meetings. Number three, real club meetings. Number four, practice contest. Number five, more practice contests. And number six, the real club contests, which enabled the area contest to go ahead with confidence, the division to go ahead, the district to go ahead. And we've just been able to celebrate the holding of, what date did I say this was? The holding of about 40 years of international conventions on the internet. A fantastic achievement. So Toastmasters, looking back on it from now, let us raise our glasses to the best practice that Toastmasters International achieved. Thank you very, very much. I, I'm going to bring you back to 2020, Paul, now, and ask you uh, how much of this have you as an area director actually done so far? Have you been through all these six steps yourself with your clubs and your area? Or do you still have to do some of this? Yeah, let's go through them very quickly. I've been in social chats. I've been in uh, relaxed and uh, completely, uh, totally relaxed practice club meetings. I've been at club meetings. I have not yet been at a practice contest. I haven't yet been at a second practice contest. 
and I haven't yet been at a club contest. Now, I could, and I believe that Moira O'Brien has already been present in one of her online clubs. Correct me if I'm wrong, Moira, at a club contest. Would that be correct? I've, uh, yes, I've attended two or three of my online club contests. Yes, well, so I have practiced the first um, three steps in 2020. I am I'm looking forward to District 71. I hope deciding to continue with holding uh, speech contests in this current year. And I hope to be, unfortunately, I can't be a contestant, but I am hoping to play roles. And I'm certainly hoping to attend many club contests around the world. Thank you, Paul. Ted, have you attended any online clubs yet? I've, I've had, I, 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 um, I did, I attended fireboards. Okay. For two meetings. Yeah. I, I attended, uh, maybe not in, maybe not a Toastmasters meeting, but I certainly, I'm certainly attending business meetings via Zoom. Okay. So would you, uh, would you be ready now, do you think, Ted and Paul, to be able to go into, let's say, a, a contest meeting? Because I think we've, we've all had experience of online Toastmasters meetings, ordinary Toastmasters meetings, and I know that uh, we're all doing our best to expand this information out to the various clubs with which we are connected. But uh, I think we are probably very light on experience of actually holding a club, uh, sorry, an area or district contest. I think yeah, that's... I agree with you, Marla. We have no experience in that at all. I haven't done <clears throat> We're in, I think, uncharted and unprecedented and very favourable circumstances. Now, this is my view after which I've gradually formed over a while because... There are so many magnificent Toastmasters, I'll say crawling out of the woodwork around the world, who are already playing critical roles in clubs that are not even on the same continent. Now, for example, the number one role that you have to have somebody who's pretty good at in order to hold a, any contest online is you need somebody who I think is best called the Zoom master. This is the person who actually knows how everything can work. They're not necessarily the contest master, but without getting too much into the details of what was covered most magnificently by Aaron Lung, forgive the pronunciation. Aaron Lung, yes. Yes, I attended a meeting of about 400 people, which went on for three and a half hours. I have to admit I zoned out after an hour and a half, but I have, or I will have, the file of what was said. Everything was covered in that. Stunning piece of uh, uh, teaching. And so, but there are others. Uh, I was on a meeting last night in Chester Club in England and an area director within uh, District 71 
was essentially the Toastmaster. He I'm, didn't call himself the Zoom Master, but everything that happens in a normal club meeting happened. It was the very first time that almost almost nobody in the club had ever been to a club meeting before online. I was blown away by how easy they all found it in the presence of a, I would say, a master guider who gave everybody confidence that they couldn't do anything wrong. That's, Terrific. Yeah, that is very good. I'm, I'm very pleased to hear that. I myself am uh, attending a test speech contest tonight in France. <laughs> well done, Marla. So, yeah. Well, uh, will you bring back, can you bring back some red wine? I'm very partial to red wine. <laughs> uh, so, very great. so am I, and I just wish that uh, wine could be transmitted down the internet. Anyway, that brings Actually, us to Actually, I'm looking forward to Blarney's first um, Zoom. So am I. So am I, uh, let's uh, bring this section to a close and we'll come back uh, tomorrow at the same time when I'll be looking at practical things that we can do to enable a hybrid meeting. See you then. The Talk Show for Talkers is published every week in sections at 4pm every Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Go to our website irishtalkers.com for more information.